It's the Adam Gold Show. I'm Adam Gold. Victoria produced the program last night. She was on Press Row. I was on Press Row. We watched the Hurricanes just kind of look very preseason-y, I thought. Uh, it was a sloppy puck management game from the very beginning. First goal was uh, kind of a blind turnover by Dmitry Orlov, who was trying to get the puck out of the zone. He did, but didn't really get it out with a purpose. It gets intercepted at center ice, and the Flyers come in the other way, and it's an Owen Tippett goal right off the right off the hop, less than two minutes in, and then the uh, I believe it was Shane Willis who uh, called it kind of like a Chinese fire drill at the uh, at the end of the first period that had Carolina scrambling around uh, all over the place on defense, and ultimately it's a Travis Konechny goal. Um, what was the, the your biggest takeaway from last night? And, I mean, I didn't think the rest of the season has looked like that, but it just looked like there were a, it was just a complete mess. Yeah, for me, Adam, I think that was a game last night where a team comes in, and Rod said it best after the game, where you know how Philadelphia's going to play. They're going to scratch and claw. I mean, they blocked 30 shots. Yep. They're going to just lay out, flip pucks out, kind of wait for their chances. So to me, last night, it was a game the Hurricanes kind of beat themselves. And he talked about the first goal kind of a giveaway there. The third goal in the second period takes a bad bounce all the way out in front. And now the Hurricanes are scrambling. The second goal was, again, just a smaller breakdown, but guys are just racing all over and coverage is out of sync. The communication looks like it off, like it's off compared to last year. So I think the best way to describe that game is the Hurricanes kind of beat themselves last night because I agree with Rod. They did have a couple of great day opportunities to score. Uh, Bunting hits the crossbar on a great play. Yeah. Stefan Mason scores a big goal. The power play doesn't generate much was the other big kind of spotlight for me, but it was a game that you kind of just did it to yourself and couldn't get away from those mistakes. Shane Willis is joining us here on the Adam Gold Show. Um, yeah, I mean, giveaways for, and I don't even know if you call them giveaways. I don't know what constitutes a giveaway. The Hurricanes only were credited with six giveaways last night. It seemed like a lot more than that. Um, so I have no idea how you figure in that statistic. Um, but you talk about the chances that Carolina, like, didn't finish. Martinook on the doorstep. I mean, if he elevates the puck, it's a goal. Kokaniemi, uh, good save probably by Carter Hart to get the blocker to it. Um, Jack Drury, and I, I know he wants to. He, he, I'm sure he realizes the opportunity that is presented him. Because he is going to play. If you're the center on the fourth line of this team, you're going to play with two guys who can score. I mean, last night it was, it started with Jesper Foss, but from the start of the second period, he had Nason on one side, and first it was Taravainen, and then it was Michael Bunting. So he's go- he's getting guys that can score, and he had an opportunity, and he just, I don't even know what that was. He just kind of froze, it seemed. He didn't know what he wanted to do. Yeah, it was a great chance uh, early on in the game in that period. The puck comes to him so quickly. I, I, as a as a player, he's trying to have a perfect touch feel to put it through the five hole. A goaltender who hopes is jumping across aggressively and opening up. Uh, you have to tip your cap to Carter Hart. His first game back after being out for a while, I thought he played extremely yeah. well. 
especially early in the game, making some key saves for his team. Um, and as you mentioned, the Hurricanes had enough opportunities to score, but I look at that number three, and when you get down three in a game, that is kind of a magic number that is insurmountable in a way to come back from. It, it does happen, but the odds are really stacked against you. So at 2 nothing, if the Hurricanes come, come out and, and get rolling in the second period, that game can quickly turn because we've seen this team do it time after time. But then you give up a quick one in the second for number three, and the mountain seems it's, it's just so steep to come back from, and, and the Hurricanes just can't pull it off. Shane Willis is joining us here on the Adam Gold Show. Rod Brindamore, after the game, said he knows what the problem is. We know what it is. What do you think he means by that? Well, he kept going back to one word that I was picking up on, and it's consistency. And he knows how long and grueling the season is, but you have to put a stretch of games together. You're going to have a blip in the radar. No one's going to win 82 straight. No one's going to win 20 straight. But you need to put together a string of games and be consistently the same night in and night out. Because if you just look at this last handful of games, the last three games, against the Florida Panthers, not great. Next game, great against Tampa. Mm -hmm. Back in Philadelphia, not great. You beat yourself, bad turnovers, whatever you want to call it. The game in Tampa, I thought, you put four, five, six of those together as you are here at home, you're in a great position. And that's exactly what he's talking about. It's not... It never has anything to do with effort and what these guys want when they step on the ice. It's just that style and, and puck management, as you talked about, and minimizing those mistakes. I don't expect this team or any team to roll through a 60-minute game and not make any mistakes. That's part of right. hockey and who capitalizes on those chances. But right now, the inconsistent nature that this team is making those mistakes is what is costing them um, in these games that we've seen the past few. When when Rod says that he's he he might have to contemplate changes, I mean, he doesn't have a ton of options for changes, right? I mean, he doesn't have there there isn't the you know the the top prospect that could come up that's ready to you know break into the top six uh, in a forward group or anybody. I mean, there I guess there are minor alterations he could make, but what kind of changes can he make? Well, I think he's always looking at his lines and what goes on there. But as a coach, when you look up and down this lineup, and you just said it, this this lineup is deep. There's not a young guy that you know is ready, if you will, to be jumping in and make a huge explosion. They have some great players they're developing. But do you look at it in a way because you have an extra forward, you have an extra D that are out every night? Is it a message of somebody coming out that kind of? if you will, shocks the room. Right. In a sense of a guy who doesn't usually get scratched. Is that a message that Rod has to send us? I don't think so. I mean, the team is so strong mentally, but in when he's talking about it, he's something's not hitting home. So I know he's, he's looking at everything right now and whether it's just lines, whether it's his lineup of does Lemieux go back in, who's coming out. And as you look to Pittsburgh, who is playing very well and um, coming in Saturday night, a game the Hurricanes have to have. Right. They do. They, 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 have, they obviously want two points. I would argue they have to play it the right way in, in order to get those two. You're, you're, you're not going to fake it 
against you can fake it against uh, you know San Jose, right? You can't fake it against uh, a team that because Pittsburgh is also kind of desperate for points based on their slow start. Now they might be playing better, but they're also in a position where they have to start stacking points and stacking wins. You're just not going to be able to fake it against those teams. No, and and uh, the Metro Division is not a division that you can just stroll through and collect points anywhere. And I'm I'm probably the guy who I don't go near a panic button, especially still this early in November. You want to start playing that consistent hockey. You want to rack up win after win and put a good stretch together, which the Hurricanes have four more at home uh, to do that here over the holiday break uh, going through Thanksgiving. But even going into Saturday, I think everybody would be extremely happy with a 60-minute consistent Hurricanes game whether you get one point, two points, far be it if you happen to lose that game. But you have to be able to take something really, really good out of this game moving towards the Edmonton Oilers on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. So I think that's the one thing I'll look for. I think the Hurricanes, obviously we're on this side of it, will have one of those, as we saw in Florida, bounce back huge games against the Pittsburgh Penguins. But after that happens, which I truly believe will happen, Enjoy it, but it has to be there again Wednesday night. It can't be back yeah. to the mistakes you've seen against Philadelphia. Yeah, I think we went through this last year uh, waiting. We all, we took every sign that Tavo Teravina would have a good game, like, oh, all right, Tavo's back. And then he would kind of – and this, I, I'm not trying to single out Tavo here. I think for the most part, Tavo has been excellent this year. Um, but last year we just kept waiting for Tavo to kick on and be that guy, and it never happened. It just never happened for more than a game, maybe two games at a time. It just it was one of those years for him, and the Hurricanes aren't going to be back until we stop thinking about it. And all of a sudden, we realize that they just won six in a row, uh, and it all looks the same way. Because uh, I think they're overthinking. I think they're. I think they they looked slow to me in, uh, especially in the offensive end, thinking about the plays to make rather than just making the plays. Uh, and maybe that's just perception, but everything just looked a tick slow. Yeah, I think offensively, no hesitation to shoot Saturday night. Don't look for that extra pass. Put it at the net, crash the net. Look for kind of the gr- grinding-type goals that Philadelphia scored on you last night in front of your goaltender. Then defensively, tight. Tight, in sync. It's The mistakes they made in the defensive zone um, is kind of what is – Right. I've looked at the most because last year, no team wanted to come in here and try and score against this team. It was impossible to even get two, three, four grade A chances in the game. If you got one or two, you better have scored because you're not going to get many more. And now those chances and the goals you saw last night are, are breaking in a few more times. So is that just communication? Is that, I know there was, they had a long video session today to make sure they looked at those things, to clean those things up <laughs> and then rebound back. But, um, defensively strong in a tight, tight game against a Pittsburgh team that can still score. They still got the firepower and the superstars up. Oh front. yeah, um, and now you have Eric Carlson jumping through on the backside. So defensively, a tight-minded game Saturday. You know, I think everyone when you want to bounce that game, everyone wants like let's blow them out, let's win six nothing. I would be even more excited about a two-one, three-one game. Yeah, win, win a game one nil. We'll do that. Yeah. 
we'll do that. Yeah. Me- means you get good goaltending as well. Uh, I thought after the first goal, I thought Kachetkov was pretty good. He couldn't do anything with the second and third goals. Uh, first goal, maybe there was a screen, but uh, I don't know. He moved for it, uh, and I think the rea- his reaction tells you everything uh, that I think he thought he should have had it. Shane Willis. You're uh, you're a gentleman. I appreciate your time. He's not on Twitter, so I can't even give give out Shane's Twitter because he's a smart man. Uh, Shane Willis with the Hurricanes and Bally Sports. Appreciate it, man. I'll see you. Uh, I'll see you very soon. Thanks, Adam. We'll see you Saturday. Buddy. You got it.